Hey, hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome to this uh, episode 85 of Press Any Key. I got it right this week. So I'm proud you, of you. Thank you. Um, you can check us out on all social media at pressanykey.tv, specifically Instagram and TikTok, if you, uh, if you don't mind. And this week, we have a special guest with us, ladies and gentlemen, from Genre Geeks, the man, the myth, the legend, AJ. Give it up for him, everybody. Woo! Ooh, what yeah. is going on, my dudes? That's Pleasure right. There's the drop. There there a little is. late. A little late. <laughs> um, and I got to tell you something, Nick. I'm, I'm starting this week off. And, I mean, this show off, and I'm, I'm a little ticked off. Why is that, Pat? The Little Mermaid. Can you believe <laughs> what Disney did? No, I'm kidding. I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> no. Um, uh, no, it, it, it has nothing to do with Disney. Um, for once. For once, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, uh, lack of Disney in this episode, which is good because us in the House of Mouse, like, we, we got to have... You know, we need we need some distance after Pinocchio. We need after to take a Pinocchio, break. yeah. Which, by the way, we have become the podcast of raging on Pinocchio. Like that has that is our most viewed episode in a very long time, and that is the most feedback I've gotten on us being hilarious. And we're sticking to it because yeah, we got uh, a couple more <laughs> Pinocchios coming out. <laughs> we got the Little Mermaid. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, <laughs> so um, so a couple hours before we started recording this. Uh, in no short order, GTA 6 leaked online. So we're we're just going to talk about that real briefly. We're not pulling up any footage. We're not pulling up any images. Mainly because um, Take-Two is sh like DMCAing everyone's images and videos. I mean, it's out there already, though. Like, it's out there on the internet. It's been out there for hours. And we have some small updates on the situation, like how it unfolded. And why it went the way it did and what the future of GTA 6 is going to look like because of this. So, number one, how did you guys find out about this? Because I got text messages and DMs from people saying that I need to check <laughs> Twitter because... I was all over Reddit. First thing I woke up, I saw Reddit. And I was like, oh boy, GTA 6. Yeah, same here. I did the obligatory, like, I ignore the first news of anything I see. Where it's like GTA Six leaked. I'm like, whatever. And then I kept scrolling. I'm like, oh, yep. this must be legit. Yeah, this was everyone is reposting the same. Yeah, thing. and it was absolutely undeniable at a certain point that GTA Six had leaked. And I looked at the footage, and the first thing I said was, "Boy, that engine's on its last legs, isn't it?" <laughs> but I realized in that moment that like this is not a finished game. It's not even close to being finished. Right. And it was also confirmed that that is a build that they put in the old engine. So that Rockstar is developing a new engine for GTA 6 going you forward. You would think so. I mean, GTA 5 was in the last gen. Like, they I got mean, a whole new sandbox. To yeah, and also Red Dead Redemption 2 was in that same engine. Like, it's just an old engine. It's time to go. Like, it needs I a imagine new they'll unveil a new engine with this game. They have and it'll to. it'll be well, like the Unreal Engine 5 type deal where it's like, look how big and, you know, <laughs> procedurally generated this city is. Well, yes. Um, but the other thing that... um. I guess we could say is kind of upsetting in all this is that like obviously this work wasn't ready to be seen so it kind of takes the a little bit of the luster away from like oh when are they going to show GTA 6 or how many times are they going to port GTA 5 till GTA 6 and I think one of the most shocking things is that how like how a custom like you know how like GTA 5 is just like a part of our life now that when I'm mm -hmm. looking at footage from GTA 6, I'm still in denial that this even exists. You know what I mean? No. That's fair. 
What? Okay, Nick, please <laughs> tell me. I don't know what you mean. Like, I I can't believe, like, it's oh, really it's getting time. made. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, and it's like... It's like getting a Skyrim 2 now or Elder Scrolls, whatever. Like, it's like... That would be nice. Getting a new one is they just a strange feeling. that shit because I guarantee you Bethesda hasn't even started working on that. I do miss the era where we would get, like, sequels, you know, pretty successively. Now it's just like, but you're going to be playing this one for the next decade, so yeah. you better enjoy it. I mean, GTA Five is really, like... Uh, a case for like being the most successful long-term game oh, yeah. ever. You know what I mean? How it's, many copies have you owned? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I have it on PC and I think 360, and that's it. But I got it the day it came out for 360, beat single <laughs> player the whole way through, and mm-hmm. then I played the online mode for literal months afterwards. And then I've gone back on PC here and there. Like during the pandemic, I formed what was called the International Heist Squad, which is there's this... <laughs> There's this app where you can just uh, link up with other gamers and, you know, play games with them. And I found this one guy from Ireland and this other guy who he was French, but his dad was a diplomat. So he was uh, living in Africa. So um, he was working on African broadband and it wasn't awesome. Like he always lagged. <laughs> Soccer. But but. We got it done. We got that submarine. He was and, on that Akon developed broadband. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did um and then uh and then we, we switched over to seven days and I never looked back. But those are that was a good time in my life, going back to GTA five for a bit. But uh, so about this uh the leak, I've been hearing a lot of discussion back and forth on uh, was this uh, intentionally leaked or was this kind of like a... Well, there's more information around that now. Okay, well, I want to hear about it. Okay, cause... so on the GTA forums, which is like some community thing, uh, this guy has identified himself as the hacker. Uh, he also hacked Uber earlier in the week when they had a data breach. Well, that so was he's... less exciting. Yeah, which is like not as cool. Also, like Uber abuses people, so whatever. Um, so there was that, and then... This this leak is apparently like he didn't just get like some images and some stills and like stuff like that. He got the source code, too. And apparently he's saying he wants to release the source code as well. But if the source code is released, that is a big issue. That's like a yeah. rights issue. I can't wait that's till China like, makes a knockoff. GTA exactly. 6 Before it comes out. And that's what I'm saying is that like if. If the source code gets leaked and they can prove another game use their source code to create a game, Rockstar can just be filing cease and desist like for the next 20 years. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. That's not really that great. Um, the other thing was he didn't his the hacker claims he didn't realize this would get so big. And it's just like, okay. bro, you leaked GTA 6. What do you think you were going to get a couple clicks? Like this is one of the most anticipated games of all time. The sequel to literally the highest grossing piece of media that has ever existed on the planet. <laughs> to be and, fair, I just looked up because I was curious about this guy. This says that he's only 18 years old. Oh, <laughs> nickname, he's stupid. His, his hacker name. I'm always hoping for like a really dope, dumb 90s style hacker name. His hacker name is Teapot 2022. <laughs> That was the only that's, one that's left when None he went of to this create it. surprises me, honestly. Like zero. <laughs> I don't understand this next generation of kids, man. You know, and I they're really into tea, apparently. And <laughs> the the I guess the other thing that kind of um I don't want to be like upsets me. Um, but it's just a dumb kid. You know what I mean? And dumb yeah. in the sense of like 
this person doesn't have life experience and doesn't understand the consequences of what they just did. Um, there have been some YouTubers and some journalists that, that have reached out to the Rockstar dev team as of this morning, and apparently all is not well over there because they don't know what they're going to do now because 90% of what they working on of what they were working on was just shown to the fucking public. So they don't know like what leadership is going to do. This could this could potentially delay this game up to an additional like 2 to 3 years. You really think so? How long do you th how far out do you think they were from release? They were I would say they were a good 4 years out from putting this out for sure. Oh, that hurts okay. me. hurts my soul. I know, I know it does, but also at the same time like they only Remember, they put out the 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 remakes of the 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 the, the trilogy, mm -hmm. and then they were going to do a remake of Red Dead One, and which was also going to come to PC, and they were going to do next gen versions of Red Dead Two, and I forget what the other the other project they were working on was, but they've canceled Bully or all, something. Yes, Bully oh, yeah. Two. They canceled all of those though, and put all oh. of their dev teams on GTA Six. It was out of pre-production in active development. So it was ready. So like this was cooking in the oven. Like they were really working like he like heads down on this. You know what I mean? Like this was actively on the way. Yeah, but I mean, as far as what we saw, I don't know if you guys watched. I tried to watch it like a little bit of breakdown videos. And what I saw was a lot of you saw character models. Obviously, that seemed like the biggest thing. Um, you uh, had potentially like two lead female protagonists or at least one. Uh, but also it was like animations of like being able to adjust the uh, visor in your car and adjust the height of the steering wheel in your car. And there's a crawl animation. So it wasn't anything like huge from what I saw. Um, but it's the implication of what people can take Always from that. Implication. It's what people can take from that <laughs> and now use in their games, especially the source code. And the other thing is the modding community has already gone fucking crazy. There's already mods for the characters that were in those leaks to be put in GTA oh, Five, yeah. you know what I mean. So all of that is spoiled, like all of that's ruined. This is hype. I think this is hype for them. Yeah. I don't. I don't. See I'm this fine as a with bad it. Thing. I'll wait another well, five or six the other years thing, for a game that's going to last 15 years. You know, yeah, like, and anything the, like GTA Five. The other thing that kind of is fucked up too is that, like, once again, this was un un unfinished work, Pre presented in a way that they didn't want it presented. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mm -hmm. sure they had plans and they had a schedule and a roadmap and like a you know, and they weren't even close. Like, you know, that, that might not even have been the final character model clothing and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, they had a way to go about this, and all of that has just been squandered, you know? I think they could still do it, though. I mean, they can still... We don't know any of the context for any of this stuff, so, I mean... Like I, I said, the biggest, thing is, the biggest thing is the source code. That's, like, the real that true is issue. Like, that's big thing. Everything else is kind of aesthetic, and you've just kind of taken the wind out of air. I can't imagine what monday morning is going to look like in that office <laughs> like i cannot so imagine they get weekends off like oh yeah at this stage <laughs> yeah. in development yes it's it's when the game has gone gold and they're debugging that they have to do 12 hour days maybe who knows god of war keeps getting pushed because they said that they didn't want to they did not want to create a crunch period but now but it but soon it is time boys it's time for I God refuse Awards. to believe it's going to drop when it says it drops. I'm yeah. waiting for that. Yeah. Got 2018 God Award did the same thing. It was like the last down to the last like 11th hour and they pushed it I think 6 months or so. Really? 2018, yeah. I remember that game didn't have a release date for the longest time and then they announced it was coming out like a month later. That's what I remember. 
You just weren't paying attention. (laughs) You're just not paying attention, man. (laughs) There are signs are all around you, man. All right. Well, speaking of signs all around us, writing on the wall for fucking Apple, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Uh, They have hit the iceberg. They are sinking. They are on the way to the ocean floor because apparently iPhone 14 pre-orders are down. Like, significantly. And um, apparently there is wait time of more than four weeks to get any of these devices and it is quote unclear whether apple will increase shipment forecasts of its pro models but there's a growing chance that it will cut orders of the 14 and the 14 plus which only uh account for about 45 percent of the entire lineups shipment so we were just talking about this before aj Mm -hmm. and you made the point that the biggest iphones are the ones that actually get bought the most and that seems to be the case here Interesting. I'll just, going, I'll just going out of my butt there. Yeah, like yeah, 55% of the orders seem to be the bigger phones. And mm-hmm. like I said yesterday, I went to Verizon because I thought, you know, I, I put this show together on what, Wednesday, Nick? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. And Thursday. I, I had read this article and I knew that, that they didn't have a lot of stock and that pre-orders were down across the board. And I fucking still walked in there and was like, yeah, this will be no problem. I'll be able to get one right off the shelf. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. They did not have them. So, uh, also, um, the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus are expected to be in stock in retail store on launch days, which if you didn't get them by this weekend, they're fucking, they're done. But it is reflecting lackluster demand. So, like, this is, like, the two, the two, the two small models, and this is what we're talking about specifically. Mm-hmm. That, like, these two smaller models, like, who are they for? You know what I mean? I don't know. That's a weird thing to me. Like even when I I got my new new wish whenever it came out the the Galaxy S10 Plus and I got the media model because it's like the I feel like they do it's the popcorn thing at the movie theater where yep. they purposely have the different sizes to where it's a trick and you're like, "Well, naturally the value of the next level up might as well kick in the extra couple bucks to get the Mac Daddy version." Like I feel yeah. like it's the same kind of deal with the iPhone. Well, I think the other thing Nick you actually said it was that um phones were getting smaller and smaller for years and then all of a sudden video became viable across cell phone Jesus, networks. But if you Did want you to attribute that, that to me, yeah, yeah. It's like the year we discovered you could watch porn on your phone and then the screens were <laughs> yeah. getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger again. Yeah. It's like, I need bigger dicks on my more, screen. More pixels, please. <laughs> please. Please. I need to see the pictures, you know. The pictures. <laughs> pictures. Um So yeah, and also from like the iPhone, what is it? The as it stands, they say that the pre-order results of the 14 and 14 plus are worse. Than the third generation iPhone SE and iPhone 13 mini, uh, that Apple had cut orders of both third generation iPhone SE and 13 mini in the first half of 2022 due to low demand. So these are even lower than that, and that was the um, and that was the strategy they took was just cutting the production in half. I feel like this is probably like a big kick in the dick after all the uh, like. The chip shortage and uh, supply chain, and now it's like, nah, and everybody's kind of just not interested. Yeah, I mean, if you have the Pixel Plus package, though, Nick, That's you true. can. <laughs> what do you get? YouTube <laughs> Premium. You I'm get a new phone. It. They wash your car. They shave your ass. That's like what true. else? That's true. <laughs> it's all for like lo- the low, low price of forty dollars a month or something. Forty five. Right? So to be clear, they lowered their pre order availability, and they're still not reaching demand. Like they cut the pre orders, and now people can't get their hands on the phone yeah they cut the pre-orders of the two lower models and even that still isn't meeting expectations 
That's insane to me. Which, I mean, I guess a lot of people... I mean, listen, old people need the bigger one, right? Because they can't see. Teenagers want the, the bigger one because they want to flex. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely the millennials that are ruining the iPhone market. Again, millennials <laughs> at it again. They just can't keep the They're themselves. ruining every they industry. ruin everything. Killing Applebee's. Now we can't get small phones. <laughs> Apple and Applebee's, the two big ones. Wait, what happened to Applebee's? <laughs> they're going... They're How's going, that... Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I, you you probably know more than I do. I just I I have seen the articles where it's like Applebee's is struggling because millennials don't go to chain restaurants. Yeah, I don't know if it was the Applebee's like CEO or just some like blogger guy who just wanted to throw shade at the millennials. But it's like, yeah, millennials are killing the the Applebee's industry. Like those that level. Like <laughs> I gotta Applebee's be chilies, honest. No one's going there anymore. <laughs> I got, got be, our own industry. <laughs> but the problem is that killing is like an act. You know what I mean? It's an yeah, act right. of violence. Like well, it, it is a direct it. thing. <laughs> Pat, I feel, let me ask you this. I feel like by just not going somewhere, you're not really killing something. You're more or less just leaving it to Pat, die. You know, you, Pat, if you go on vacation okay. and you leave all your nine cats here and don't feed them, you're still killing them by non-action. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. not our responsibility to keep Applebee's alive. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's what I'm trying to get to is that Applebee's really isn't my fucking problem. Applebee's now is, is it? the stray cat that got into the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Applebee's isn't really my shit, so to speak. You know, I got enough going on that I got to worry about fucking Applebee's too. The Applebee's really got to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Honestly, you know, like a, like a practical joke, pull on your bootstraps so hard that they broke. Yeah. Anyway, um, for the iPhone 14 plus in particular, the pre-order result is significantly lower than expected as the model that effectively replaces the quote mini form factor in the latest iPhone lineup. The 6.1 inch and the 6.7 displays now being the only options said that Apple's product segmentation strategy for the standard model has failed this year, which listen, <laughs> I said that when we first looked at them. Oh, yeah, that there was a lot to take in. And it seems like a very broad brush. You know what I mean? Plus, these phones are over $1,000 now. That's the thing yeah. I don't get. Like, um, like who's affording that? Uh, you know, like, I, I went, when you guys were talking about new phones uh, last week, I went and looked up the, the latest Pixels, like 600 bucks. And it's like, that's compared to, you guys are talking about spending fifteen, sixteen hundred $1,600 on your new phone. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, and well, that was the, the only thing that makes it worth it is that I get, like, an $800 trade-in on my phone. And the more time I wait to do that, my my phone year after year, my phone gets less valuable. So it's like I might as well just do it now because then the brand the the fucking uh, twelve hundred dollar fifteen hundred dollar phone it's really only going to cost me like eight hundred dollars. You know what I mean? And I get a yeah. brand new phone. Plus, I went to the store and I played with that dynamic island thing. That shit's tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll spend like a grand on a phone to me to me like I'm my phone does so much in my daily life between my alarm clock I can arm my house alarm with it. I can check my bank account. I can do all this different crap I it's the single device that I use most every day. This of my is life. the I'll only spend a grand on it This is the only device I use to wake up bank and jerk off all in the <laughs> same morning routine You know what I mean? I'll get like, the $1,200 version of it. Yeah, like that's <laughs> like that's it for me You know, what I well, mean? The, like, my question is how many times Times, you know, like do I jerk a, off in, with this? No, 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 not, not uh, quite. Okay. How many times are you willing to keep paying over a thousand dollars? You know what I mean? It's like how many yeah, times are you going to keep re-upping? Well, it's on the really next only like seven hundred. 
for, for if you for trade every, in. For every wank. If you trade up. Yeah. For every wank, it's $700. I'm trying to think of like all those things that you said it does. I'm like trying to come up with a cool, like like an acronym where you got like, you got your wanking, your banking. Uh, uh, what Boom. else? What else does it do? Waking, wanking, and banking. banking. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Exactly. I'll buy a new phone once every, because I have the S10 Plus, which came out in what, 2020? No, early in that, 20, maybe 2018, 19. I'll keep a phone. At this point, like I had the last iPhone I had was the 7, and I had that thing for like five years, mm -hmm. six years. So I'll yeah. keep my phone for about five years before I upgrade. Well, that's the thing is that I said I wanted to be the guy with the old phone. Like when I pull out a phone at parties, like, oh, let me get your number or something like that, right? Like I wanted to be like, damn, how fucking old is your phone, old man Jenkins? Like that's the reaction I was looking for. But like I said, my phone gets less and less valuable with each year. So the incentive to upgrade immediately is there. You know, monetarily, it go. makes sense. But um, the the satellite phone thing, like, I don't really need that shit. Like, Until I'm not, you get lost in the mm -hmm. desert. True. And the other thing was that Liz was like, maybe we should get them before we go to the Grand Canyon. And I'm like, where the fuck you think I'm going that it doesn't have uh, a, a roof nearby in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You're going to uh, get 127 hour and you're going to yeah. wish you had that, that satellite, phone. satellite phone. I will. <laughs> listen, I'll cut my own fucking arm off. Okay, I'll do it. Which, right? which one? <laughs> which one would I cut off? Yeah. Well, I guess whichever probably one the, the one rock crushes. Yeah, probably <laughs> the one that's stuck. What about your, your Captain America tattoo? What about it? What if you had to cut it off? If I had to cut... Let, okay, hold on. Let's be specific here. So this arm's crushed, right? Yeah. Okay. And I have to cut this arm off and I lose the Captain America tattoo. What do you do at that point? You get a new tattoo? I don't know, dude. Or Does you that a, prolong your decision a little yeah. bit longer? Than I mean, if it, were it, your definitely, <laughs> it definitely is like a god damn it. Like that type Extra of thing. Extra 10 like minutes of sure. like... <sighs> Yeah, and I probably I, I, I probably it. wouldn't do it until the canyon starts to flood as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> until it's really do or die. You know? <laughs> there you go. Just wait okay, it up. Okay. Anyway, uh, iPhones. So, um, and the, like I said, the dynamic island thing was cool too. And that's mad luxurious. Um. <laughs> so the uh, and th yeah, pretty much uh, their apples fucked. Apple's fucked right now. Nobody's buying uh, iPhones. The thesis statement of this conversation is Apple's, Apple's fucked. fucked. Pretty much. I I mean, they'll be fine. It's okay. They, they, they just they, got it. They need to reflect how we're buying phones. We're not buying phones every year anymore. We're not buying Call of Duties every year anymore. We need to just make... You, you know, shut your fucking mouth. Value. Okay? I will buy Call of Duty every goddamn year okay. it comes out. <laughs> Do you, bro. But I'm done buying yearly things like that. So, Pat, Pat, I'll you, wait, you know, make the release a phone consumer. every five years. I'll I mean, buy it. Yes, that is true. I don't. I'm also a 12 year old boy with a 30 year old's budget. So, you know, <laughs> that's the dream. But where's where your man. body land and all that? Um, somewhere between, <laughs> somewhere between, like I am an adult, but also I look in the mirror and wonder when puberty is gonna finish. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Especially when you shave your beard. Exactly. I'm like, is this it? Like, this is it? Like, it's not done yet, right? Like, I want to be a real boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want to be a real boy. Um, speaking of real boys, uh, there's a new trailer for God of War Ragnarok. Hell yeah. So there was a bigger state of play and there was trailers for other stuff too. I don't care about any of that. God of War Ragnarok is what I'm here for. So I'm going to go ahead and just play the trailer on my screen, Nick. Hold on. Give me one okay, moment, okay. please. Okay. AJ, you said this is like one of the few video games you're actually going to buy, right? Bro, I pre-ordered the Mac Daddy edition, the $260 right. Comes with Mjolnir edition. Really? Oh, yes, hundred percent. My body is ready. <laughs> I um, I pre-ordered the controller. 
I will be doing that as well. Because that comes out like next week. What's a seventh dual sense? <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's the guy who's going to buy a new iPhone every year. The guy who's got <laughs> seven du uh, dual sense controllers. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I can't believe I'm saying this in year of our Lord 2022, but I have a friend who works at GameStop. And, yeah, that, and that's it. That's the end of the statement. <laughs> and he, um, he told me that all, all the all the big editions are completely sold out. Yeah, I didn't realize that. My our buddies at the gaming duo did the same exact thing. They pre-ordered it. They went in to pre-order it like the next day. Like it came out on like I think like a Friday. Yeah. The next day they went in and they were like, "Yep, all sold out." I'm like, "Damn, Damn. that's fucking wild." We got awkward teenage Atreus. <laughs> I know. And like, what did they do to Kratos' voice? He's actually older. I think, I mean, time passed, you know? Just kidding, the, I'm uh, curious how many years treatment. have gone by. Yo, I love how the Valkyries, the Valkyries are just are bosses here. now, like in the story. Also, like, where is this? My God, I can't no wait idea. to play this fucking game. Bro, that freaking shield parry against that big beast thing Yo, gets they, me hyped. Apparently, there's a bunch of different shields now, too. Like yeah, for you see upgrade purposes. the shield. There's a part, I don't know if we passed it already, but you see Kratos holding a, a sword. Like a oh, I did see sword. that. Yeah, we did pass that already. Shoot right and in something the face. else, yeah. too, if you keep your eye. I'm trying not, this is why I don't like dissecting trailers too much, because now I'm promising myself things that aren't yeah. promised. Yeah. Uh, the final bit here with Thor, Kratos doesn't have the Blades of Chaos anymore yeah, on him. He does not. I, I did I did see that too. I'm just I'm happy that like to see his, the story finish like because the first one had such an incredible story. I mean it's a great mm -hmm. game in and of itself as well. Like the gameplay is incredible, but the story was fucking dope. I love this shot so much. Yeah, this is cool as fuck. Yo, Kratos says the hardest shit ever at the end of this trailer yeah. too. <laughs> oh my god, it's my new fucking slogan. Merbitch is Mer mermaids look dope. <laughs> Big jellyfish, big jellies. Okay, I'm so this is tier. Got this, the, yeah. Oh, the here we go. Right there. Here we go. Ready? Oh, that's Listen. so hype. We will make our own destiny. Here it comes. Wait, where, did he say the thing? We will make Are our own about, destiny. Oh, we might have overpassed the spot talking about death. Yeah, where he says death. Death can go have to, me when it's earned me. I was like, oh. go back to the part where he shield parries that big old beast. I think I talked over it. Pat, in, in what situations in your life are you going to use that as your motto? Death can have me when it's earned me. Um, when, when I'm hooked on his deathbed with tubes up his ass. <laughs> when I'm hooked, the, new, the new treatment tubes up your ass to keep you alive. <laughs> when I'm when I'm hooked up to a heart monitor in the ER with a hundred and two <laughs> fever that seems to happen. Oh, so frequently. Yeah. As as much as AJ buys a new phone. Yeah. <laughs> Death can Pat, have let me. Let go. When it's Death can have me. me. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, we got a first look at Odin there too. Oh, that's true. Oh, who's playing Odin? I don't know. I got yeah, that. Up, um, he's a he's a pretty famous actor. Um, and he's also kind of a goofball, I think. So like, it's kind of weird that he's playing a very serious I role. I like that. I think I just. I like the the unexpected when it comes to the casting because in your head you're like, oh, he's gonna be a big Zeus-looking dude. Is that the one? Did it come right before it or? What do you I can't recall. No, of God. 
Damn, that, that guy looks sick to fight. Dude, Kratos don't care. Come on. Maybe there's something in the comments for it. Oh, I do know this guy, Richard Schiff. He was in a, he was in Jurassic Park two. Yeah, he was in Lost World. He's the homeboy who gets <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. He's the, uh, he's the bald guy. He's the oh, tech guy, right? Yeah, the guy yeah. like on the air. He's the one he, he gets jacked killed. up by those freaking T Rexes. Yeah. My body's so friggin' ready for this, though. Oh my I'm god. I'm so amped. Tear looks good, too. Mm hmm. His voice surprised me, too. He kind of sounds like more youthful than I would have expected. Yeah. So, um. All right. So, yeah, that was the new God of War trailer. Look, it looks fucking sick. We're going to be. We're obviously going to be talking about it on this show when it comes out. Um, It's coming out for PS4 and PS5. And I imagine PC down the line because the, fir the first one's on there, too. So uh, this is day one for me, absolutely. Like day one, pop, pop, possibly take off from work, like, <laughs> yeah, possibly use those unlimited PTO days, you know, to really sink it. Well, the next week, um, I'm off because it's Thanksgiving, and uh, Evil West comes out too. So I can't be like just taking two weeks off to play video games. You know what I'm saying? Or you good? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I can't let my boss know. Anyway, though, um, uh. What about you, Nick? Are you, it's for PS4. I just haven't played any of the other games, so it just oh, I don't feel really like, need oh, to. Just play 2018. This. Yeah, I, it's just thing. 2018. You just I still haven't one. played Jedi Fallen Order, and my brother's been begging me for years to play um, Red Dead 2, and I'm like, I just am so behind. Oh, actually, I'm just playing City Skylines every day in my life. There you go. What is it? Here. We see this? We see this? Uh, no, wrong camera. Put it. Well, put it on the right one. <laughs> Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Cut to camera two. Okay. Come on, my man. Okay. This this Got right here. Booth. This is Nick's homework. Home. It's going home with Nick. He had this before I'm the new one. To find the camera. All right. That's my favorite game. Like it's my outright favorite game of all time. Like, it's it's one, that good to me. It's up there for me. It's on the list for sure. It's like it has there flaws, with like, but it's it's up it, there it's, with yeah. Resident Evil Four, The First Last of Us, um, probably the first Red Dead Two, sure. um. I really love Super Mario Sunshine, <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, go I on. I love it too. I'm still waiting for that proper report because I've got that garbage that uh that fake timed release one they did where they were like, "Hey Mario, it's fine." Sunshine what do you and mean Galaxy. Proper report, it works. It works, but I was hoping for a proper. Uh, it's not what this is about. Okay, but the point is, God of War <laughs> yeah. is my favorite. It's it's got flaws. There's not a lot of range and villain and the bad guys and stuff. You do the same kind of finishers for a lot of them, but. The story to me is just, I cry every time. I'm, I'm beating it again right now in anticipation. I'm trying to time it so that I beat it right before Ragnarok drops. gripped by that game, like, from beginning to end. I can't get enough of God of War. As a matter of mm -hmm. fact, if it wasn't still 50 fucking dollars, I would mm -hmm. buy it on PC and replay it on that platform. Because I've already done PS4. I played it on PS4 three times. Because I did mm -hmm. New Game, New Game Plus, New Game Plus. And then when it came to 4K, you know, uh, 60 FPS on PS5, I replayed it there with, like, the DualSense shit. 
And yeah. now that it's on um, PC, I'd love to play it there as well. So maybe that maybe that's what I'll do after Last of Us Part Two because I'm currently replaying that. Where you at right Dude, now? Dude, it's just it's so good. The scale of it's great. You can beat it really quickly if you just streamline it. Yeah, so but you I can won't. knock it out in a couple days. I have googly gamer brain, so I'm like, ooh, what's that over well, there? Dude, you know what I mean? I'm also <laughs> scra- I'm scraping this time too. Yeah. <laughs> but as far yeah, as far as just if you want to experience 2018 and maybe watch a quick YouTube recap of like the other three main games because there was a crap ton of like PSP releases and there was some weird prequel that no one really played, but there's like a 20, 30 minute YouTube wrap up you can watch that'll yeah, fill you it, up on it everything pretty, you need. It's also just like, you know, Zeus betrays him. He there's three games of that, and then the end of Zeus the third was one. His daddy, he kills Zeus. He, <laughs> he kills Zeus, he destroys Mount Olympus, he hangs out in the river sticks, and then how many years later he's got a kid and a wife? And because I love the way that they they justify that the gods change too, is that because Kratos killed all of Mount Olympus, the Norse gods rose to power cool. and now they're in charge. Like, I think that's a cool twist as opposed to just like, yeah, they're Norse now. You know what I mean? Like, there's justification well, the, for it. The diff- going to the different realms and stuff, it's interesting because they tease, I mean, it's minor spoiler, but they tease the whole Assassin's Creed bit where they're like Egyptian gods and like oh, Jap- well, like that's, feudal Japan gods that, and stuff. That, the Egyptian gods actually might be the next one. That's the rumor right now is that the third game yeah. is going to be because there's no fucking way that they're only making two of these. Not a chance. Not a chance, dude. They have. Oh yeah, yeah. this this not only reinvigorated the God of War franchise. This created a whole new player base that only knows this side of the God of War franchise. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's all that's there. So either way, Nick, you there you have it. You have just. Make, next Please time, play it, dude. Next time it, you do sit down, next time you sit down for City Skylines, you think to yourself, you know, Pat did just give me Man, that kind of war. My citizens need me. <laughs> I mean, I get that. The story traffic mode, To be fair, to be fair, I I think the main campaign is only eight hours, so it's not a yeah, particularly long it, game. Uh, let's I see. There's I'm like hours and hours of supplementary I, stuff, but just, I just want a to to see B the story? details. You know what I mean? I'm the kind of guy mm-hmm. that's going to like explore the environment. Um. Okay. Well, the game does a great job. It's a really small <laughs> okay. game, but it I was wrong. Itself the uh, the God of, God of War is I'm a, the main story. Apparently, the average around twenty hours, which makes sense because that's how long it took me to beat it the first time. Sure. But even then, if you just beeline the main story and not do like first of all, it's like a semi open world, so it's not really like an open world. It's more like an open area you can go check out stuff and like, but it's not super like side questy and all that shit. The main campaign in the story, though, is absolutely unreal. The okay. story is serious. Like, uh, it's the it's the cheap thing that everyone always talks about because they've been rumoring a God of War movie for years. Oh yeah, and people are just saying, just do this, just do this. Like, <laughs> yo, live but straight up, the God of War TV show that they're making at Amazon, mm-hmm. I don't want this. I'd rather they start with Mount Olympus. You know, I, I, I'm angry. I would like that too, but I'm wondering if, if for the, because uh, they're going to do it for the current God of War fans. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to pander to them mm-hmm. or do, you know, old yeah. Greece God of War. Who knows? Yeah. I, or they could do I both. Fuck it. One season of one, one season of the next, you know? Exactly. Stretch Not particularly long. Seasons. Um, what'd you ask me about The Last of Us, Nick? I didn't ask you anything. Oh, I was just wondering where, you, where you're at in the game. Oh, where I am? Um, I'm, I'm past the boat. With Abby. Okay. Oh, so you're. I'm. You're in. There. I'm deep in. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Pro. I think I'm. I'm just about the point. Oh, 
I just got the medical supplies from the hospital. I beat the rat king and I made it back to the aquarium for them to amputate her arm. Cool. So that's where if that if that gives you any approximation mm-hmm. of how far I'm in. Um and I was just talking to two of my friends last night about it. And I got to say, um I replay I played The Last of Us Part 1 and that was like I was replaying that game for the first time. It, the, You're talking about that new remake? The new the remake, the yeah. Full the, remake? Yeah, the graphics are incredible. The performances are wonderful. I'm reliving those moments like, you know, it is over, Tess. And there's like that that mic drop moment and like uh, the part where they find Bill's lover strung up while they're arguing. The uh, Just so many good moments, you know. I find myself playing The Last of Us Part 2 and I'm not as thrilled as the first time I was. Like, I feel like every time I play the la- the first Last of Us, I'm like... This game's so fucking good. Where this one, the gameplay is better. It's in 4K and it's, it's 60 FPS now. It has like the dual sense haptic feedback and shit. That's all fun. Um, but I just find myself with the cutscenes now being like, come on. Like, I want to kill somebody, you know, like. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, it's funny. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, I think it's because they're uh, they're trying to evoke two different things. When you played the first game, it's more about a man who is hardened to the world and trying to reopen, you know, that part of him to be, you know, alive again and love. Whereas the second one obviously was a revenge story and wanted to make you feel terrible. So we played that first game the first time. We were just excited to be back in the world with these characters yeah. that we loved. And now every time you replay it, it's more that's gone and it's you're just left with the story that's like hate and vengeance it's also marred in adversarial controversy and like you just can't get that taste out of your mouth while you're playing it like because i played the whole thing and my friends were asking me like what do you think and i was like i think this is one of the greatest games ever made for this platform it's certainly the best looking playstation game that's ever been made um and it is certainly like as far as narrative is concerned, like they really went for it. Like they they're telling multiple stories at one time, multiple characters, you know, like like I said, really went for it. Um, but uh, I just this time I'm just like, come on, let's I'm trying to kill people like, yeah, I know she's like I I felt like the first time I was playing through it at like at like two years ago when it came out, I was like really hooked. I was like really sucked into the story, you know. And I was like, um, uh, f- for instance, like there was moments in the gameplay. And what I mean by that is like when I'm playing as Abby and I'm moving through that boat and you're clearing level after level and you have to be silent and shit like that too. And you got to be real quiet and like, you know, you don't want to piss off the clickers. And then there's uh, there was one moment in the in when you first get to Seattle as Ellie. I'll never forget it. I was also stoned. But um, when you go to the Fedra building and you got to go in there and it's also like the Jewish temple. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, I remember I'm prone in the grass. There's like a clicker off to the left and like there's the two runners to the right and I get spotted. And, you know, I was like that creepy music. And then they start chasing me and the motion blur comes in and I'm running like, oh, fuck, I'm getting ch-. like I remember I had to pause the game and like take a moment because like this game is firing on all cylinders right now. And it is absolutely incredible. I haven't experienced that this this time around just yet, no. which is kind of unfortunate because I played the first one again, like the newest remake. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this game is still incredible. I love it. 
I just didn't like with Last of Us 2. Like, I haven't beaten Last of Us 2. I put it down, and oh, really, really, I'm trying to find the motivation to pick it back up. I wanted to play the damn game, all right? And for the first couple hours, you are in a cutscene, or you're air quotes playing the game where you're basically just holding forward on the stick and walking with a horse on like yeah. a, on a car on a on a car. I will like say not that really doing anything. when you play them back to back I was like well the first one certainly opens up with more of a bang <laughs> yeah That's it's, for I appreciate sure. them for not trying to top that the it's, same you can't timing. you just can't like I they knew even, better I, I knew what was gonna happen and I rewatched it again when I played it and my eyes welled up I was like oh my god it sucks so much like you know what I mean? So, like so AJ, where are you in like you've never cleared that like first half hour mark? No, I played about I played about six hours of it. Did you make it I, to Seattle? Yeah, I, I was already past Seattle and stuff, and that just I liked at that point I was like, Yay, this is getting good, but then I forgot something else came up, but I was like, This game really I'm out of loyalty, I'm trying to trudge through this game. It's just not I, I can respect how beautiful it looks and the yeah, how we, well it plays. We, it just we, didn't grab me. We were saying that last night that even if you look at the negative reviews of that game, everyone's like, yeah, this is one of the greatest looking video games I've seen in my life. Now, let me ask you a question. Is it is it the gameplay that you don't like or is it the narrative? Because I feel like those are the two biggest criticisms and I feel like one of those is more legitimate than the other, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. You better I choose think gameplay wisely. Is, you can't really, <laughs> I don't think there's much to critique necessarily on the gameplay. I think it's really good and it's not exactly it's not a it's not a remake of last of us one it's an air quotes evolution of it yeah where you get some of the same things and you can do more with them that's that's exactly what i expected going into it like i was that's like what this, sequels do yeah this isn't gonna revolutionize the gameplay it's gonna build on it and like the i like the controls were tighter they added the dodge and they added prone and you couldn't put those things in the remake of one because you just break the fucking level design. Yeah, you would walk through it. So, so um, uh, I guess it comes so down that's to the what, narrative, that's, but I don't mean that yeah. in too much of a negative way. Yeah, now, what specifically about the narrative? I don't... Okay, again, I don't mind it. It just That's why I fell off. I didn't just put the controller down. I was just like, eh, I'll play a little... I'll play for an hour today. Yeah, it sounds like uh, a bigoted response if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> it's because there's a lesbian lead... No, I'm just kidding. I don't care, dude. It's... It just didn't grab me as much. I I, I appreciate, and I don't want to major spoil as much as probably it's obvious to spoil, the very bold decision they made at the kind of front quarter of the game. I appreciate them swinging hard, but to me it was a little bit of like a limp kind of thing where it oh, felt almost he cheap. Know, dude, everybody knows at this point. Uh, okay, Nick, when they, when they off Joel. Joel. <laughs> yeah. It felt it felt cheap. It didn't feel, I didn't feel sad in the way the beginning of Last of Us 1 started. I felt like, oh really, that's the route they're going for? And maybe See, it's just the wrong way so I received it. For Pat and I, we were talking we were talking about this the other night. And for me, what I think was so great about that moment is it really puts you in the the in the shoes of Ellie, where it's like, I I love Joel. We all love Joel. Who now, doesn't love Joel? Now we're on a fucking mission. We're gonna go kill this bitch. We're gonna go mm -hmm. after her. Yeah. Which I thought like that was such like, a, a great way to throw you into the driver's seat <laughs> so, of the game. Exactly. And the reason why I'd say like why I totally agree with that is because when I watched him kill her, I stood in this room and screamed at my TV. <laughs> We're coming for you, bitch. We're coming. <laughs> it's like, We're when, coming. When everyone's like, dad watches a football game on Sunday, that's how yeah, anime. Yeah, I, I was like, We're coming for you. <laughs> um so I there Yeah, I so, don't mind it. So it's there was it, there was yeah. that. And then the other thing we talked about specifically is like fridging. Like if they would have just set Dina up to murder her in the first how many hours of the game, like I feel like that would have been cheaper than them offing the protagonist from the first one. And also, 
the 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 final point with with I guess defending why they killed Joel is like what story was left to tell about yeah. Joel? You know what I mean? That was his story. Like Hardin Man lost his daughter. Twenty years later, learns to love again. Like you know what I mean? Like that's and you see that like his character is consistent with that with the way that he acts in Last of Us too. You know what I mean? He didn't just leave Abby to die. He saw a young girl in trouble and was like, let me help this bitch. You know what I mean? Whereas like yeah. he even in the first, <laughs> hey, bitch, you all right? And then, and then even like even in the first game, like he admits that he he's done horrible things, you know, and that yeah. he was a, a, a marauder, so to speak, in the apocalypse, you know? I'm fine with them killing him. I'm very fine with that because it, it, it is very appropriate for, you know, to tie in how the last game ended into this one to me it's just i don't know if it's the way it's shot the way the you you know sneak into the house to me it didn't feel very video gamey as i'm sneaking into the house i felt no stakes going was, in like sneaking into the house like i tried to get of. caught and i really it took i couldn't like it's Wait, really what are, what are we talking about in last of us 2 yeah right that. before they killed joel, uh, joel oh right joel, when you're sneaking into the house to try to save him or something it's just it was all of it just didn't play that well to me and then when the scene happened i was like eh, eh sure I just it, ran. it didn't break my heart. I ran. I was like, they killing that motherfucker. You know? <laughs> yeah, the, the, I am a little worried though with this. Like the same way how Last of Us Two is is different, an evolution and different than Last of Us One. I'm a tiny bit worried that's going to happen with God of War as well. Oh, because the first nah, game is kind of small. No, nah, I think this they learned. <laughs> no, nah, I think they saw the reaction and they're like, we shouldn't do that. Well, <laughs> here's the thing though: is that the Last of Us Part One is a complete story. Like if you never mm -hmm. made a sequel to that game, it wouldn't need one. Um, but like God of War left off on a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that story is to be concluded in this game. So if they were to kill, first of all, you ain't playing as a Kratos. You have to play as Kratos. And like you ain't dying at the end of game at the end of the game either, because you have to, you have to overcome the enemy. You know what I mean? Like you have to, that's just, it's 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 like a ludo narrative dissonance then if the fucking main character dies and you still have to play the game you know what i mean whereas going into the last of us they all told us that joel was not a playable character that it was just they didn't tell us that abby was going to be a playable character but they did say that it was just ellie so it is kind of a lie but whatever yeah i'm not i'm not, i trust Santa Monica enough to to pull this off because it's, it's been long enough between games. I feel like this is a game made from the love of the uh, the original God of War. I'm just I'm like watching the trailer and like just you can see it and be like this. The worlds are so different. Everything the enemies look different. The mechan the fighting mechanics look different. You can web sling with the freaking blades of chaos that now. Looks sick. It looks sick, but I'm like I'm is I'm 95 percent hype and then five percent. Please don't. So don't lose what made the first. So one what do you think that they're going to include in the game? That's going to make people scream at this, that it's woke SJW garbage. Cause you know, it's oh. coming. You know, it's coming. There's a black character. Yes. In it. Uh, it's all right. Good. Yeah. There is in a there Norse is, mythology. There is a black, a black person in Norway. <laughs> there's a black <laughs> character in the game. And already they're like, woke garbage. How could they do this? It's like, what do you, you, didn't even, you don't even know what's happening. And also Give how about morons, the, they're white men. About, and then that's all they want to say. How see. about the Greek God? First of all, cause he's not white. And two, he's literally covered in the ashes of his dead family with a red tattoo all of his bot all over his body to commemorate his dead Spartan brother. Like 
that right there is not like how come you're not pointing at that going that's not a part of nor like that's not true that it's because you're a fucking asshole and that's exactly that's what speak and that's that's where i leave that but either way god of war ragnarok looks good and i i can't wait to play it nick you have homework yeah. Yeah. and um uh we're gonna move on to uh some other not so stellar news so um this comes from Kotaku, which we all know is the most reliable of sources. With asterisks, go on. <laughs> not, not very. <laughs> they're not a very opinionated bunch. They just like to give the facts how it is. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to read this uh, this headline, and it has been updated since. The author is Ethan Gawk. Ethan Gawk or Gotch? G-A-C-H. Either way. Um, G4 TV has been hit with major layoffs less than a year after coming back. Uh, did we not know that was coming? Like we all knew that was coming, right? Are y'all watching uh, I don't G4 know anything at all? About it. I'm not watching yeah. G4. So, which I think speaks volumes for people who are listening to this show that don't know what G4 TV is. G4 TV was the place to go for video game and tech news in the early 2000s. Um, Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb hosted X play, which was the video game review show, which was like, dude, I remember I watched them review destroy all humans. And I went and bought that <laughs> game the next day. Okay. That game was, um, that game was like integral to me purchasing several titles back in the day. And then of course, you know, the, um, the famous attack of the show hosted by Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, my dude. Olivia Munn. We can always thank G4 for that. Um, <laughs> dude, they they had a really uh they had a really sexist segment called Olivia's Rack, where it just <laughs> zoomed in on her cleavage and then it showed like the the biggest magazines of the week. I don't know. It wouldn't fly today. Uh, but either way, we didn't care about my women point before, is, you know, back then. Yeah. Either way, my point is that we knew we knew they knew who they were catering to. So. Report says that at least somewhere between 20 to 30 staff members were laid off at G4 TV today. According to three sources familiar with the business, the video game talk show network from the 2000s, which was resurrected last fall on streaming platforms like Twitch as well as cable TV, um, now faces a major upheaval less than a year later. Quote, I truly cannot imagine the company continuing to produce our, uh, produce our slate of content without the people we lost today, said one employee. So... Um, the timing, the severity of these cuts have taken the staff by surprise with talent showing up on set today, ready to film only to have the programming canceled as HR reps met individually with employees. While it's not clear what the extent of the layoffs will be, one source, uh, said those affected that they were told they would receive anywhere between 16 to six months of severance based on the tenure with Comcast, G based on their tenure with Comcast, which is G4's parent company. So, um, G4 went away in like 2012 for the same reason. Video game content moved online. They had mm -hmm. they had 12-year-olds making Minecraft videos that were getting more views than their primetime shows. They also lost their stars. Olivia Munn finally, you know, she made the leap uh and she was now in Hollywood films. Um there was uh, Kevin Pereira left. He started his own Twitch channel which also was more successful than uh, any of the shows he was on. Um, Adam Sessler, who is one of the funniest game reviewers I think that ever has walked the planet. He's, I believe, yeah, he's still with the company. He's still doing X play now, but he also had left. You know what I mean? My point is that they were losing, they were losing talent. They were hemorrhaging money and they just didn't have the clientele anymore because everything moved online. 
So all these years later, nostalgia is a thing. Everybody um, heard that G4 might be coming back, like Comcast is going to resurrect it. So um, everybody got like hyped, hyped, hyped. And I remember the day G4 launched, it was the same day that the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer came out. <laughs> that's a bad time. Yeah, that's some poor planning. And um, I remember watching the opening day live stream for G4. It was like 24 hours. They had all these segments, like a bunch of old cast came back. They also did the... Um, they did the Thanksgiving special where they got all the hosts, including Olivia Munn back. And apparently I read that Comcast even made a multi-million dollar offer to Olivia Munn to come back to host shows. And she turned it down because she just didn't want to, you know, she didn't want to go back. That's just got to be the workload thing. She's not exactly busy right now. <laughs> you can just say that she's not working like that. <laughs> well, she's, like she's everybody knows care of Mulaney's, that. her and Mulaney's baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, be real she you think she's taking care of that baby you think she's hiring someone to take care of that baby yeah, i don't know i'm still crossing my fingers for a good version of psylocke in the uh in the <laughs> it ain't her so, hey, it ain't her she tried <laughs> she tried though the reason that that costume looks the way that she did is because she requested it she said i want as comic accurate as a costume as possible and did you like see the behind the scenes stuff with her like practicing with the swords oh yeah she's fucking wild bro she's freaking legit like really good that really broke my nobody heart ever she said she's so bad, bad at what she does but what I am saying is that she would have been better at G4. She would have at least saved the network. But um, but she chose to be a parent. Yeah, how dare she nah. have a fulfilling oh, life. Um, well, you know, here's what I have to say about this. Oh, wait, I, hold on. Here's the thing. Okay, thank right, you for that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we stopped for that. Uh, so... My whole thing with G4 when they came back is the hosts. There was really only a few that I liked. One of them was Adam, and he was already doing X-Play again, and I was already watching those videos. Like, here's the thing. If Adam if Adam Sessler is hosting X-Play, I will, I will watch that show nonstop. They got the Black Akage, who is a streamer, and they got the Completionist. I believe he also hosts a show, and they do Attack of the Show sometimes. And they'll also mm -hmm. contribute to X-Play as part of the roundtable. But they got this other host named Frosk. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of her. Never. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is, like what she was before. I think she was a streamer beforehand. And hey, if she's a successful streamer and she got hired by G4 to, you know, host show. Awesome. Like, I'm rooting for you. But apparently she said some inflammatory things about uh, a group of sweaties and that might have what <laughs> disengaged them from the platform and like there's a correlation between when she made those comments to when g4's views went down <laughs> like she pretty much insulted gamers you know what i mean like and now the funny part is is what she said was basically that like the reason why x y and z doesn't happen for women is because everyone is a bunch of sexist racist assholes right Sure. And although that is true, yeah. here's the thing. You don't say that to your main clientele. <laughs> Cause turns out they're gonna get upset over that. Yeah, it's biting the hand that feeds you. Exactly. And the other thing is that I listen, that didn't bother me about her. What bothered me about her was her analytical take on the industry as a whole, because she has made one too many predictions that are definitely not true, or she has gone on some crazy like um, I guess you can say like uh, 
I don't want to be like rants, but she has brought up some points that ended up not being accurate at all. And to me, that's like the discrediting factor. It's like, I don't want to watch her show because her show doesn't have any good insights. You know what I mean? That was my whole thing. So like, for instance, she, all she did was shit on uh, Sony all year, all year, all year, all year. Like Sony's got nothing. Sony's got nothing. Sony's got nothing. Well, bitch, boom. Last of us part one drops. It's an absolute does absolute gangbusters. People love it. Then they drop that God of War Ragnarok trailer. On top of all that, they got Hogwarts Legacy coming, and um, they have like some exclusivity deal for Call of Duty and something else. Like they are really gonna clean up the end of the year. And Xbox can't even get fucking Halo together right now. And that yeah. game's been out for like over a year at this point. Um, and uh, I just saw like something on Twitter the other day. I was scrolling through. They're like, "This is why no one watches her show." And it's her be- saying over and over again. Sony's got nothing this year. Sony's got nothing this year. They're not going to do Sony's not going to do any like and then lo and behold, like Sony's about to rip this year out from underneath Xbox because they really couldn't get it together with Gamepad. Like they had to move another major release into 2023. Um, Game Pass sub- subscriptions have not continued to grow. They have actually stagnated and more people are canceling than ever. Um, and Halo, which is like the game on the fucking box of the series x like when you buy a series x it's implied that you're that halo is the experience and that game is just it's 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 a fish floundering on the dock so there's no way that her critical analysis of that was correct you know what i mean there was no insight Mm -hmm. in that so for me that's the prime example of why i didn't watch her show because it felt like she and then when people were critical of her she was very confrontational about it so i don't think her lack of views, though, tank is what's tanking G4 right now. I think overall they have an issue with the way that their content is delivered. Here's the thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I I agree. I just I, I don't know. I don't see its place anymore. I mean, it worked back in the early 2000s because that's what we had. You know, we didn't have Twitch. YouTube was still in its infancy. You know, we didn't have as big a, or much access to to video games and that kind of talk. So that really was the only hub that we had. Now the market's flooded. And so I don't, oh, yeah. and they don't have the star power they did back in the early 2000s and stuff. So, like, what are they bringing to this already flooded market of video game talk? Well, yeah. And even then, it's like you look at the videos that like the completionist hosts and like his own YouTube channel does better than G4. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why is he wasting his time there? It's just because it, G4 is like a cool nostalgia thing. You know what I mean? Like I think he's I'm riding that paycheck till yeah. it runs. I mean, dry. yes, there's <laughs> that too. Resume. Like it's probably easy work for him. And then the other thing is like, um, um, you look at someone like, um, God, who is it? Uh, who's the other one? Who's on the Goodwill Hunting? No, not Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> there's somebody. Oh, the X Play videos specifically, like Adam Sessler's X Play. Um, mm-hmm. those videos themselves are like keeping that network afloat. You know, like that content specifically. So why wouldn't they just go all in on X-Play instead of G4 as a whole? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, it uh-huh. just kind of doesn't nostalgia. make sense. Yeah, nostalgia. Exactly. But either way, it's sad that this is happening. And one of the other things is that now the people who are on staff, if they want to keep up with their content schedule, they're going to have to work twice as hard. And you know that Comcast isn't going to pay them more. So, you know, that's kind of the yeah. shitty part of all this, I guess, is that people lost their jobs and... uh we hate to see it, you know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Just go to YouTube. <laughs> what like YouTube? Like, Where's, like listen to podcasts, feel, you know? Yeah. No, 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 no. He's saying get a job at YouTube. That's oh no, no, no. Just, just in general, okay for why, them. Why be okay. on? Uh, you know, they're broadcasting on cable. They're broadcasting on cable, Twitch, like and all of their segments go to YouTube. Just, just put it on YouTube. Cut is cut, that cut market out the researched? What? Where they're like, oh, video game people, active nerds, tech people, video game. They're still watching cable. They, they're yeah, doing they a simulcast, cable. though. They're doing a simulcast between cable oh. network television and Twitch. So you Why? can just I pull think they up either at any time. Yeah, just, rather than just firing all those people, <laughs> <laughs> just get rid exactly. of cable. I mean, they own the, like, it's Comcast, though. Like, they own the technology that puts things out on the air. So how much could it really be costing them, you know? Well, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll have to ask could save one person's job. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, so um, here's the thing. You're going to go home <laughs> if you keep doing that. Uh, so next on this list that I have is that uh, there's a live-action Blade Runner series coming. It's called Blade Runner 2099. It's from Amazon Studios. Um, Ridley Scott is going to serve as executive producer, so that means he's just putting money into it. Uh, what's it? Silka Louisa? Lu- Louisa, I don't know how to say that last names. name. Uh, it's going to serve as showrunner and uh, it's Michael Tutankhamun. <laughs> Tutankhamun, yeah, that's right. Uh, while Michael Green will serve as non-writing executive producer. Interesting. I've never heard of that before. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know when this is coming. Like this is literally just got announced. But I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. AJ, have you seen that? Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm not a, I'm not like I'll be on. I'm not a big sci-fi guy. I respect it. It's not, my, it's not even near my top favorite genres. It was very, very pretty. And Harrison Ford's always fun to see. He you know, really punched Ryan Gosling in the minutes. face. He True. really did that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. He did. Um, yeah, I've seen the clip or whatever so Nick, the picture of like Ryan Gosling's yes. face after getting sucker punched. <laughs> You're a big Blade Runner guy, right? Well, I'm a big sci-fi guy. I didn't actually wind up seeing either of the Blade Runners until recently. Okay. Um, and while I respect, you know, its place in in sci-fi, which cut of Blade Runner did you see? I, I forget. Which it, uh, it was probably it, it didn't have the unicorn in it. I don't think. What? Like the you know the the one. There's it did. There's a version without the unicorn. That's another problem too. Too many versions, man. Well, streamline it. Ridley Scott said that the the director's cut is the true version. Like that's the canonical version. That's the one. Well, I that saw. wasn't the one that was in theater. So sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> to, to me, like I I like the lore and the mythos of it, but I thought the story was just kind of slow and dragging. I thought twenty nine uh, twenty forty nine was a lot more Yo, engaging. Twenty forty nine is the only movie to get me mega hyped over a fucking wooden horse. Okay, <laughs> I was freaking out in my seat when i was like yo there's a horse <laughs> and it had like his birthday and shit not, also, even, not even sea biscuit also that. also yeah also the um what's that scene the scene where he like goes and sees the lady who makes the memories or whatever and she's like and he asks like has somebody lived these memories and she goes yes these memories are real and he thinks he's the child and he's like god Damn it. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Ryan Gosling's a good ass fucking actor. Um I was also a sci-fi movie without a lot of action that kept me thoroughly yeah, engaged the entire sure. time. You know? Like it's a good movie. 24 is a really it's good movie. It's Denis Villeneuve. Like, you know? 
So yeah, exactly. of course it's gonna be great. And that's why he was perfect for Dune. But yeah, um, I just finally bought a copy of the Dune book. Oh yeah, what do you think? I haven't read it yet. I'm still finishing up Harry Potter right now. I'm 400 pages into the last book of Harry Potter, and my next book is Dune. Play God of War, then pick up Dune. Yeah, that was you know, fair the, enough. The, yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently, um, head of global television, uh, Vernon Sanders, said, We are honored in, uh, that we will be able to present this continuation of Blade Runner, fan- the franchise, and we are confident by teaming up with Ridley, uh, Alcon Entertainment, Scott Free Productions, and the remarkably talented uh, Silka Luisa. Louisa, I don't know how to say the last name. Blade Runner 2099 will uphold the intellect, themes, and spirit of the film's predecessor, of its film predecessors. Now, here's the interesting part. They said continuation. Do you think we'll see Ryan Gosling or Harrison Ford? Uh, on a TV 2049 show? to 2099. I'm trying to make logistical sense of it. Well, it is a sci-fi world, so. True, very you know, true. Age doesn't really matter. Is this also going to get the Lord of the Rings billion dollar budget? Because if so, then yes. <laughs> I can't, ima- I that can't is, imagine that it won't. Factor. You know, um, I just hope it's not as boring as Lord of the Rings. I <laughs> like, haven't watched it. I want either. the I want them to grip me in the first episode. But I also like this world better. It's kind of like cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Like it's so it's I, got that cyberpunky really vibe. Did you see um, that they just released the cyberpunk TV show the other day? Yeah. That anime or something? Yeah, it's it? an anime show. I didn't know about it. I happened to watch. Um, oh, I was have a shout to uh, their new uh, comedy special by Sheng Wang on Netflix. Incredibly funny. Definitely watch it. But and then in my recommended after I watched that was the Cyberpunk Edge Runner series, which I had no idea was a thing. Neither did uh, I. Yeah, I so heard it's got really good reviews though. It's got 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Which I, know I heard really that's what the expansion, the new DLC, is based on. For the oh game. yeah, was from what oh. I heard. I didn't, I didn't look this up. Well, myself, I don't know. I, I only heard. played the game for twenty hours, and I was like, "This game is shit," and I turned <laughs> it off. Um, but yeah, either way, there's not much on this, but I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe AJ that you aren't a big Blade Runner guy. Or sci-fi I respect in it. I'll watch it maybe once every two years or so just you know it's yeah. my my duty and again it's on, it's on the technical duty. aspect it's the same way i feel about furry porn you know it's my duty i gotta watch it at least once a year you know i respect Who know, it. that knowledge will save me someday exactly you know? <laughs> exactly like if it's i'm gonna caught, hurt to know I'm, yeah exactly like there's no harm that can come from this you know only so, good exactly only, only good things um <laughs> all right so speaking of only good things man what a horrible i i, I mean we watched pearl everyone we went and saw pearl this week (laughs) so uh if you guys don't remember a few months ago a little film called x came out that we all went and saw and we reviewed it on this podcast and then i reviewed it with aj and matt of matt mark movie show and Matt couldn't be with here, us here today. Uh, he's sick. He's dying. He's dying. Pox. He's got my, my. It's going around. Death. Yeah. Death can have him because um, he's because he's, 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 he's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get started. I think. Wait. 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 What? Wait. 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 Um, before we get into Pearl, I just want to do a little recap on what we all had to say about okay. X. Because I think that's important content. Fair enough. 
I believe True. we were all around a six out of ten, and we were all disappointed for different reasons. Does that, AJ, does that include you? No, AJ really no, liked it. No, I loved it. it. No, that's so. So not all of us. Okay, everyone so. who matters. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Okay. laughs> um, for me, I I thought X. I went into it. It's an A24 movie. I'm expecting, I know you don't like this term, AJ, uh, heightened or uh, elevated horror. And I was really excited for something that was going to be interesting and different. And then it just turned out to be a slasher with no real, it wasn't, didn't have any story. It was trying to do something about like youth and beauty and how aging kills that, but then didn't pan out. So I was like, this is just a B movie slasher flick. So I was disappointed. Okay. Okay. And my whole thing I remember specifically was when the slashing started is when it got good. However, I was bored out of my mind for the first like 50 minutes. And if I'm going to see a slasher movie now, I expect to see a healthy dose of slashing like every 10 to like 12 minutes. You know what I mean? Not this whole like let's do a whole fucking hour of fucking and sucking, and then the last 45 minutes, we're just going to let the fucking you're cat out you're of the bag. You're complaining about the fucking and sucking. That's I mean, the, listen, for, the fucking the and sucking... the exact opposite of me, because I, I was I bought into it in the beginning, and then when the slashing happened, I was like, this is this is the payoff. Nick was just sitting killing. there in the theater like, damn, yo, this movie's got a lot of fucking <laughs> and sucking. I'm here for it. <laughs> That's a big dong. That's a big dong over there. Damn. All right, AJ. Uh, so like man you liked dong. Oh, that guy yeah. had a hammer. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I I actually believe it is, you know, I, we got to find, we got to coin a better term, but it, I do find it to be that elevated kind of horror because every single death was foreshadowed in a really brilliant way. The characters I found to be interesting, I thought the the, the very discussion about youth and des- like what you deserve and wanting more and feeling like you deserve more, this whole series, you know, spoiler alert, this trilogy that's going to be is oh, all about that. that. Now, what about the fucking and sucking? How'd you, how'd you like that? <laughs> it's Britney Snow, my dude. I that's know, not worth the ticket alone. I know, I know. And I told that to somebody, like, somebody was asking me, like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's the prequel to this movie X. And they're like, what's that? And I told them what it was. And they're like, oh, anyone I know in it? I said, Britney Snow's titties are in it. Like, that That was, I was Kid like, Cuddy so, rails I, Britney Cuddy. Snow. I was like, I was like, mid, I was like, Mia Goth's titties are also in that movie. Like, they're, and they're both really good. Like, I didn't have a problem yeah. with the performances. My whole thing was just the just the, the story and vibe in general was kind of lame. I gotcha. But we saw Pearl this week. So Pearl is the prequel, which um, also stars Mia Goth. Yes, and she and this takes place in 1918, and it is the prequel about the uh, the old lady from the first one, Pearl. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you guys know how this movie was conceived? Um, uh, a man I heard about fell in love with a woman. It was filmed in secret, and so, you know, during COVID, they they talked about it and workshopped it online. Yeah. I guess. So basically, what Definitely happened during is, COVID, they when, made that very clear. When they went to go film this movie, when they went to go film X for the first for the two week period, the two week quarantine period that they had to have when they entered New Zealand, Mia Goth and the director wrote this in their hotel room. Um, and they sent it to A24, and since they, or A24, A24, whatever the fuck. 24. A24, they sent it over to them, and A24 actually liked it so much that they gave them more money and said, shoot it while you're down there. So, they shot these literally at the same time. So, uh, But there's a trilogy, of the, did they shoot the third one at the same time? You didn't stay for the post credit scene, did you? 
Uh oh, for Pearl? Yeah. No, I got out of there. You didn't watch it. Wasn't the, worth, it, it wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. It was just a teaser, but I mean it it, it goes back to me a goth's character from the original. Oh yeah. X. But in yeah. the 80s. But in the oh. 80s. And apparently She's it's even older. Well, yeah, and, and apparently this one says um basically the 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 synopsis for that one is when fucking and sucking goes wrong cuz apparently it's another porn shoot that turns into a fucking oh, slaughter, so um so anyway, that's how this movie was conceived. Pearl actually, the first, the budget of X, I believe, was only like a million dollars, right? It was somewhere. It was really It was somewhere around. I mean, a mil- it's like one location, really. Yeah, it was around a million dollars, and um, that went on to make I think fourteen million overall, like worldwide. So that's obviously a hit. Uh, this one already, which was made in a like at the same time as X, under the same budget, um, already has made one point three million. So, um, they're, they're already cleaning house with it. Anyway, we're going to start with non-spoilers because I think there's still people who are going to want to see this. This is going to travel. This is going to travel. You know what I mean? This is going to have legs. It's got legs, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, but oddly enough, there was only one showing for me. Like when I went, there was only one seven o'clock, like be there. You're missing it. Like that's what opening night saying, but now it's, it's, you know, a couple times a day, but opening night it was one showing. Yeah. Um, so, I'll say this just generally. I walked out of this one. <laughs> uh, so I walked out of X initially, like not liking X and consistently not liking it. I walked out of this one and I was like, inconceivably, they have somehow disappointed me more this time around. Yet now, the more I thought about it over the weekend, I was like, actually, there was aspects of this that I think I appreciated more than I did when I saw X. And I think that speaks a lot to the performance by Mia Goth specifically and the overall like palette of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beautifully shot. It's a much more, um, how do I say, uh, stylized, whatever it's elevated. stylized. It's very saturated as well. Like the saturation is turned away. Colors the really up. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like that <laughs> it's just, it, it's just, for me, it's just a collection of scenes. You know what I mean? It's not really like, dude, I, 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 so I really enjoyed this, you know, the whole, the whole, I was, I went into this wanting to hate it really? after my experience in X. I was like, wow, this one tells a story. There's a reason that Pearl does everything. It's not just mindless killing. And I really enjoyed the trajectory and how Pearl uh, like got her like philosophy. I, I, I think I would have liked X so much better had this one come out first. So that so my whole thing is like, like I said, I think initially I was disappointed as much or not more. But I think I've actually come around and I like it more than X. But for me, I feel like it still falls flat in moments. Uh, I, I think you said it's a false flag. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a false it's flag. It's a fucking psyop, brother. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, but it's it, it, in some small parts, I feel like it just, I don't know. It just, there's something unnerving and unsettling about it the entire time that I couldn't really like get comfortable and find the groove. Um, you know, I got to be honest. I think this is a better Joker movie than Joker. That's actually the, yeah. probably the best critique I've heard of this. Movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's it's it definitely 
documents and sells the descent into madness mm-hmm. a little bit more than I think Joker did. Um, but I don't know. I just, I never felt like there was something I could chew on. You know what I mean? Like if there was something I could really be like, Oh, interesting. Or like, Oh, that's a, you know? And also it, listen, it was, you're into more like traditional horror and this was more of a psychological thriller almost for most of it. Yeah. I be, but don't get me wrong. Like Mia goth is absolutely unbelievable mm-hmm. in this. She's, she's incredible from start to finish. Um, AJ, I am ready for you to tell me all the things I missed and all the connections to X that I clearly that went right over my head. So when we get into spoilers, by all means, but non-spoiler, what do you think? I liked it. It's I liked it less than X, but my expectations were were X going into this. I I, I didn't see any trailers because I didn't watch the post credit in X. I knew nothing about this, like what was literally going to happen. So the style of it was incredible to me. I loved just watching this movie at face value. It's like a fucked up Wizard of Oz looking type of shit. That's what they said. They, I believe uh, you know? Ty West said it's Wizard of Oz meets Psycho. Oh, interesting. Which, interesting. It, yeah. I, uh, and I did notice it feels that way. The Scarecrow is wearing like the same shirt that the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz is wearing. Yeah. Yeah. That and when she's riding the bike and stuff, oh, it's clearly oh, yeah. like an Elvira homage to Gulch. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She fucks the but, shit out of that scary. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I liked it just for its sheer existence to me. It was just pleasant as I was watching it. Because, like, you can get, you know, because a million dollars basically paid for two movies. Yeah. And, like, two-thirds, if not, like, five-eighths of the budget clearly went to X, while this one got whatever was, you know, kind of left over. So this felt like a smaller movie, and I appreciated the scale of the story. So I just, I thought it was, it was funny at times. Uh, the, some of the shots were incredible, like the really lingering shots and really being able to show Mia Goth's performance uninterrupted was was really good. So that, I liked it. Didn't monologue, like it as much as X, but liked it. That monologue she gives towards the end um, where she's talking to Howard was, it was so powerful and so disgusting at the same time. Yeah, it was, I couldn't exactly. take my I, eyes off it. I, I gotta be like, I... I get the performance was incredible. And like, did you see my Instagram story of the end credits? Like I put the end credits on my Instagram where she's like, she's like crying her fucking eyes out and everything. And somebody said to me, how do you think she did that? I was like, well, she was married to Shia LaBeouf for two years. So she probably (laughs) is pretty good at crying on command. And apparently they're back together and they have a kid now. Fucking absolutely crazy. Either way though. Um, she, I don't, it's, I, everything I want to critique is like a spoiler. You know what I mean? So I'd say we just, let's just wrap up non-spoilers right now. Um, for me, this is better than X, but still didn't like get my rocks off the way I was looking for. So I'd give this like a six and a half out of 10. AJ? Uh, it's funny enough. I'm also going to give it a six and a half. Uh, like it's still enjoyable, still good, but I can't see myself watching this movie by itself if i'm watching it again it's because i'm watching the whole i imagine trilogy mm-hmm. okay fair enough nick what about you i i think i'm gonna give it a seven just because it was way better than i expected um the only negative thing i would say is that the ending felt a little like it just it just ends it doesn't well, like and i think it makes sense that it ended there but um there's that I could have seen watched another extra half hour of this movie. Yeah, it didn't have that finality. It, yeah, right. it felt very open ended and not in a way where it's like you decide what happens next. More just like, okay, we just we're done. We <laughs> return just to Monkey Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, so let's do spoilers. All right. Okay. Just to... I, I missed, like, the first two minutes of the movie. I saw when she's watching um, uh, Palace Follies. I saw okay. that. I saw that the first, you know, when she's in the movie theater. That's maybe that's the first scene in the movie. I don't know what sets her off though. Did I miss that? Like, I don't know uh, what sends her on the murder. Like, it feels like you missed a lot. More I don't feel like I don't feel like there was like like there was the this happens and then this happens and then this. I don't know. It just didn't fucking kick off for me you know it, what i it mean it feels like you came in like 20 minutes into the movie. maybe yeah definitely more than two because the first two minutes like if you're good if you miss the first two minutes because the first two minutes just like sweeping establishing shots with like the uh choreography by and like casting by like very old school wizard of oz type where the first five minutes is just credits okay and then what happens after that it's like a lot well, of home me, life type stuff right yeah me got it shows her 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 home life. And is she watching TV? Her... Is she watching TV? Does she have a TV in the house? No, no, she's dancing, like wearing a her mom's dress and her mom. You get the relationship immediately with her mom being like, get your head out of the clouds, go do farm crap. And then when she's in the, the farm, she's like taking care of the cow and then she sees a goose. She grabs a pitchfork, kills the goose. Oh, I missed the fucking goose. Yeah, you missed a lot. That is what I missed. I, I kept wondering where the fuck's the goose the whole time because I made a joke about how she grabs the pitchfork in the trailer and that goose looks like hey, hey what, you, what you doing with that fish fork yeah, like <laughs> we go with that yeah exactly like yeah. that's a damn all right so then, then what happened feeds the goose to the alligator and then uh then then it's remember. hard cut to title uh, yeah title card and then i think it's more home life you get her first bathing the dad you know what i mean yeah that's that, weird and creepy uh yeah that was all really uncomfortable but there's the whole relation. It, it it shows what the relationship with her and the mom is, uh, and uh, the dad her being husband invalid, and stuff, the husband's away war. at war, and then the that. mom sends her away to town to go pick up more morphine for dad, and that's when she she gets the medicine and goes to the movies for the first time. Okay, so you missed a good chunk in the beginning. Awesome. Okay, so that might help me. Not that might be why. But like, okay, we walked in that theater at like seven twelve. So unless that movie started at seven on the dot, which I was like, there's no way this thing start like all of them start at seven. It's always like a 20 minute pre-show mm -hmm. with AMC, yeah. even for the smaller ones. So when we like finally bought our tickets and everything, I sat in my seat. It was probably like seven, seven, 18 or whatever. I was like, okay, this must've only started like five minutes ago because like it, it's only like a, qu a quarter past, you know what I mean? So, man, it must have really started at seven on the dot. It must then. have been cool to you then because they didn't give you the whole Nicole Kidman, hey, theaters, <laughs> AMC theaters, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Yeah. <laughs> damn, I was looking for that duck the entire I was like, damn, yo, the goose isn't in the movie? Like, fuck. It's just for the trailers. Yeah. And I think <laughs> what you're getting from this, too, like, nothing sets her off. Her whole thing is that she's she has a like she a mental is. illness yeah. her whole life and it's back in the day before that was even conceived that yeah. a person could just have a mental disability or illness there's there's that and then there was the whole like when she explodes like i i got that like crazy you know that like crazy person entitlement you know what i mean where mm -hmm. like when you're a psycho, you think like the, the CPE. most yeah the, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, the most innate things are like offensive to you or like they're a personal slight against you. You know what I mean? Even the slightest yeah. comment can fucking send you know Scarlet tumbling off a table, so to speak. You know like um so when 
he, when uh what's his name uh pretty boy uh the projectionist the projectionist yeah. yeah when he's leaving he's like i gotta get to work or whatever and i gotta whatever i gotta whatever um um when he's like well you're scaring the hell out of me right mm-hmm. when she was like is it something i like screaming at him a part of me wanted to be like yo you 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 deserve this. Like you you deserve to be left right now. All this screaming and yelling that you're doing. But she knows. That, like she's she crazy. made it clear. She knows that there's something wrong with her. Um, but she just like it's just inherent. What that she's a murderous psycho. Yeah. Yeah, she's a there's, sociopath. You now, know, do you think she's, she deserves a better life? She deserves this, this, and that, which ties into the themes of X. Mm-hmm. Of like, I will not be. I forgot the exact quote. She says in it, like Mia Goth's character says in X. She's like, I will not settle for a life that is I don't deserve or whatever. Anything less. It's her mantra. Yeah. Um, But I do do love how that was so much a part of her character in the beginning. I'm special and I need to get out of this farm life. And then the mom kept saying the, uh, you know, life is not about uh, what you want. It's about making the most of what you have. Yeah. And how they tied that in and at the end it was such a nice uh you know like bow on the end when she, you know like there's the big finale at the at the kitchen table yeah well, why did she keep seeing soldiers come home she's date like kind of daydreaming about her husband and her not wanting her husband to come back didn't the projectionist see one too i think uh, those were actual soldiers coming home and then it was like is that my it, soldier it coming home anybody, like, i don't yeah. i don't know i think they're just random soldiers who are on their way well, home. I think, I think I thought the one that was walking like on their property in the beginning, I misread the whole thing. I took it as that was like mailboy that say, Hey, here's the letter saying your bow died and mm-hmm. you know, on the Western front. And this whole time she was uh like in denial and fantasizing. That's kind of what set her off as well, is that her husband died yeah, in I, the war. Because I forgot the name of her husband and ex. So I didn't know if Howard was the same husband. I think um, every time we saw Howard coming home up until that one where they passed the guy in the car when they're, you know, she's in the car with the projectionist. I think that's in her imagination and her playing out how much she doesn't want Howard to come home. Wanting him to die at war, be blown up. Yeah. Not wanting him to have to deal with that because he's just going to want to live on the farm forever. And then when they pass the guy on the road, it's another imagination thing. It's a real soldier, but it's not Howard. So it's just another soldier coming home from war. And you don't actually know it's, you know, it's Howard at the end. Yo, when Howard blew up in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I did not see that coming. Because at the end when she talks about it, she's like, I wish you would die because you blah, 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 like that. And now it makes sense of all that other stuff before about her imagining him coming home and and that ties and that into the, her dance sequence her, her like imagination you know like and the, all the, the bombs going off <laughs> yeah yeah i remember during the dance sequence i leaned over to liz and i was like this is what i fucking live for right here i was like it's right mm-hmm. here this is what i'm here for um, main street follies main street follies that's right <laughs> um when when it just shows you how much of an asshole I am because when she didn't get the audition and she's screaming, she's no, doing the American Idol breakdown. I'm <laughs> a star. I'm a star. I was like, bitch, we all think we're stars. 
I was like, I, mm-hmm. I like, I also told Liz, I was like, by the way, you don't just show up to a dance audition and wing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not You're how not good, man. Like, I got the stuff. I got like, that X factor. They'll you know teach what you what they're looking for. And then you have three chances to do it. Like, that's kind of how it works. Did you like how the judge yeah. was like, you don't really have the X factor that we're looking for. Deadpan the camera at that yeah. point. The might as well. X. <laughs> and then it was the, uh, she stood on the X, the burn, know, the burn, the burned old lady, uh, the mother. She was great. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about the deaths. So, not as many um, murders in this one as in X, but I felt like the murders were pretty gloriously done. Like the first one, I was like, she had, what did she sprint silently around to the other side of the car? You know what I mean? I thought the camera work was cool, how it followed him behind. And then like it went around his back and then to where like he gets in the, the driver's side and then he turns and looks and it's her. And what did she say? You're not leaving me on this far or some shit like that. She screamed at him, and then she fucking stabs the shit out of him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets out of the car, and she stabs him on the ground again, too. She stabs through his mouth. Yes. Like he pins oh. him to the ground. I think it's kind of hilarious, though, that later on you see him in the car again going into the, in the car. So that means she put him back in the car and drove the car and then put him back in the driver's seat. And then, you know, like that took a lot of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. Um, the mother. I the thought, mother's death was the best. I thing. thought yeah. the mother would come back, though. Not like come back I thought from so. the I was death. waiting for a scare. I was waiting yeah. for the scare for the mother, and I never got it. Um, is is one. And then the dad, I thought she would... I thought she was going to murk the dad. She did. Way worse, oh. though. You know what I mean? Like, Because she just suffocated him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pillowcase. Not even with a pillowcase. Or not with a pillow. Pillowcase, yeah. dude. <laughs> that was, like That's the worst way to do it. <laughs> with the canary in the coal mine and everything um yeah. i thought she would have like i don't know put the wheelchair down the stairs or something or like you no. know it's a little more i you thought she was gonna dave, drown him in the tub you know like that that's foreshadowing you know him. that dave Chappelle skit where like his bully is now in a wheelchair and mm-hmm. he's like trying to get revenge on all his bullies and instead he like tries to forgive he gets like Oh, I didn't realize you were in a wheelchair. That, that just makes this all the more sweeter. And then, like, <laughs> rolls him off the stairs. That's what I was expecting, like something like that. Um, and then who is who? Who else bit the dust? The, the sister-in-law, sister-in-law, right? Sister-in-law, yep. The sister-in-law. I like that. That chase was intense. Hilarious. That whole scene, Hilarious. her getting out of the house, was great. The tension built to an incomprehensible point. Where I was like, oh my God, yo, get out of the house. And I thought she had the car, you know? Me too. I don't, how did they get there? So, exactly. Like, so I thought she was going to get in the car and drive right. off. And then when it's the tracking shot of her leaving the house, and then mm-hmm. you see her pick up the axe and start chasing her, I, I, um, I thought it was a little silly, but also I thought it was one of those things. I was like, are we throwing this back? Are we throwing this back? Or is this how Midwestern women ran in 1918? I'm just not sure. I wanted going a little on. more blood out of that because then I think it would have made it less goofy. Well, she chops I think it, her up it, later on and throws her in that the fucking. Perfect then. If she would have hacked a freaking leg or arm off like as she's chasing her. But like to me, it's the perfect timing, like the pacing of it, where she walks out of the house and then Mia Pearl follows her out. And there's like, she's like, okay. She's not chasing me. She walked out of the house. She's like, okay, she's kind of eyeballing that axe a little bit. I'm going to pick up my pace. Okay, she has the axe. Time for me to go a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, It all played out really well-timed for me. 
Um, what'd you guys think of the Howard monologue? It was fucking amazing. I think the performance was good. I just, the substance had me all over the place. I wasn't sure. Like I get she's crazy. Like she's officially broke. Like she is, she's had a psychotic break. Um, so I get that she thinks maybe she's speaking to Howard at this point, but I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I'm that guy. Like I'm trying to find the logic in the, in the incomprehensible, you know what I mean? But I felt that it successfully built the tension for the next scene. It just took a fucking while to get there. Oh my God. I think it, it was a long monologue. It was, yeah. long, it was but it so also, long. It made you so uncomfortable too. It's just like the gross spit on her teeth and everything like that. It, it just gave me the like chills. The heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I think it's good because it puts you in the shoes of the of the sister-in-law yeah. because the whole time you're waiting to cut to show her reaction <laughs> to all of this because they kind of glaze past the whole, yeah, when I killed my mom and dad and then I did this, this and that. You're like, okay, what? We should probably, what is her reaction, the sister-in-law's reaction to this? You're in the sister-in-law's shoes, so you're just uncomfortable having to yep. stare at this person, have this breakdown, and you're like, it's the, I think she her sister-in-law played it pretty well because it's like, if you just get up and sprint out of the house... She's going to kill you. So you got to calmly, mm-hmm. you know, handle this. I think she handled it, you know, pretty well when she's like, I did not get the part. You don't have to lie to me. Okay. Yeah. I got the part. Uh, <laughs> I got by. I, so I'm going to leave now. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like a no win situation. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know, breakfast with a psycho, you know, you ain't getting out of there alive. You are the meal, you know? Yeah. It's like it's with a wild alive. animal, you have to remain calm yeah. or you're going to spook the animal. So she has to play it cool. She's like, you see, like, you mean it? We're friends. I'm like, yeah. So, something spooked those cows years ago to stop making <laughs> milk, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> What'd you guys think about that part with the alligator egg? Um, I thought that was that was one part that I was, was like, weird. I'm not sure what the what the message of this is, or what we're trying to get from it. I thought that the alligator egg was like she's gonna she's she's gonna grow her own alligator, yeah. but then. She cracked the egg, and I thought it was like, okay, she has a clear disregard for life. But I also didn't see the the duck thing, the goose. Yeah, true. You know? So that was already established. So I don't really know then what the point is. I think the all duck, they, they the showed, the like, is. the nest of, of the alligator eggs. That's all. They, they didn't have to show her bringing it home, and especially after she cracked it, it's I'm not really sure what it was supposed to be. I also searched online and on Reddit for like discussions about this movie to like try and maybe get some insight into some stuff. And there is just nothing going on right now about it. Well, it's still opening weekend and stuff. And it's a small, you know, if if you want to be generous, half a million dollar movie. Yeah. Uh, But I I took the alligator egg as it's, she talked about it later when she did that monologue about how she doesn't want to be a mother. She thinks it's disgusting and gross. Yeah. I think she might've thought of the idea of having a baby alligator. And then she had that, psycho breakdown of like no i don't want the 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 thought of responsibility came flooding to her and that's when she crushed it and killed that's, it that's she's like point. i am not supposed See, to i am not a mother it's too, disgusting that triggered her was charlie the cow kind of looking at her and she was like don't look mm-hmm. at me so she's already having to take care of all these animals that she doesn't want that responsibility too yeah there you go. that's a good that's great not as much fucking and sucking in this movie as x just uh her Hardly and, none. Her and the scarecrow, and then the allusion to her and the projectionist. The illusion? Yeah. They, 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 they didn't well, like show the, it. They wake up with the whole oh, covers okay. on their chest. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like night. this is another <laughs> moment where like, you know. it. No, it, no. Illusion, not illusion. Yeah, okay. 
Oh, they, oh. and they did show that French film, that the French that, that porno. Stag. No, that <laughs> was so funny because it's, he's like, "You want to see a movie that nobody's seen?" I was like, "It's porn. It's gonna yeah. be porn." And then my dude's trying to make a move right yeah, now. Yeah, and God I bless like, his confidence. Damn, this guy just threw on porn. Like this is this he just is did the taxi driver move. Yeah, you want to go see a porno? It'd be fucking awesome. No, um, so, um, he was good. I thought he was a cool character, and I thought yeah. like he was gonna be the like. I thought what was going to happen was he was going to tell her all of these inspirational things and then she was going to go murk a bunch of people and then he'd come back and he'd be like, this is not what I meant. You know what I mean? I thought yeah. that's what this was going to turn into. But I thought his character served his purpose, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, he was there for, you know, to be the inspo. And then to he 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 not only like he meant what he said but he also did like did what he had to to get in her pants you know what i mean <laughs> you get you get what I i'm saying i'm always expecting these kinds of guys especially back in the day to just be the most disgusting rapey type dudes and so i'm happy with his level of grossness where it's like yeah she may be showing a porno on the when she's really vulnerable is not the coolest move to do. I thought it was but so. I think he was pretty respectful. I thought it was generally. so weird how she was like, "Yeah, we can go up to my bedroom now. My mom's dead in the basement. Here's well, my she is here's my comatose dad. Let's go bang upstairs real quick." <laughs> yeah, and I don't think they ever got it on a second time because yeah. you know, he couldn't get it up. He kept hearing the freaking thudding, whatever banging sound. Her dog. Yeah, <laughs> it was her dog. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be Howard. You thought that was going to be Howard? I thought no. Howard was going to come home in the middle of that. That would have been fun. I mean, it it would have been a, a unnecessary. I mean, like then then who she would have like who she would have killed? You know what I mean? Him, the projectionist. But now Howard was witness to it, and he's like, "We got to cover this shit up." <laughs> now I got to well, kill the, you too. One of the biggest strengths from this movie, because you talked about the ending, and I think in a vacuum, you're 100 percent correct. But the ending is now X. The be, like the beginning yeah. of like the, the the between the the between the panels if you will for for X so you can you know the end you know from the beginning which makes this movie in sadder when she's like I got to get off this farm we mm. know how it ends with her never leaving that farm so like the end of the movie seeing Howard look at her with the whole you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre you know dining room in your head you're like he stays with her yeah and takes care of her because he's a good guy you know air quotes you know committed to his wife so to me it. The that's the proper end of this movie is what ha what your mind places yeah. before X happens. I'd I'd like to see you know I, now that now knowing that it's going to be a trilogy, I wouldn't mind seeing a movie between Pearl and X rather than after X. I wouldn't, oh, like I wouldn't doubt that would happen Pearl. at some point. Maybe me and Gothel, you have to eat. I mean, a listen, years they and... got me because yeah. I want to see Maxine. That's the yeah, third I'm one. very curious about that. Which. I, I would like to know how it ties back to everything that happens in X because it takes place 10 years later mm -hmm. in the 80s on a in a in a porn shoot um, that Maxine, I guess, is the star of now. Is it also Mia Goth? Yes. She also yeah, actually, I, that's, I, believe I think it's Ty West's muse now. Yeah. 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 I don't I just don't like her eyebrows. So there really, are strange. Yeah. I remember looking at the posters thinking, does she not have eyebrows? And then She's watching like the, the movie, Mona like, Lisa. She's got little eyebrows. <laughs> Maybe it's a style thing from back in the day. It's have you guys? It's whatever. Guys, it's whatever's not behind those eyes, which scares me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that. Have you? There was a, a link that I'm, I'm on a couple like Reddit and Facebook movie groups, and there was a in promotion for Pearl. They have a website called PearlsPeephole.com, and you 
you can go to it. It's like, are you over 18? Yeah, you click it. And it is nothing but very old, like 1918-style porno videos. Really? Looking that up right now. What's it Pearls called? PearlsPeePole.com. I'm sure if you, you can Google it and it'll find it, it'll pull up. Oh, did Girl Pearls com. I believe dot com, yeah. I'm not getting and anything. It's, uh, let me find the Google link for it's it. It's almost uh, like the red letter media media pepperoni pizza peephole.com. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Or maybe peepshow.com. Let me Pearls Peep Show. Pearls. <laughs> it was on. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Pearl's Peep Show. Do you want me to you switch go. to your screen? You should not switch to my screen. <laughs> no, you will get <laughs> yanked off. Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, it's the it's the end credits. It starts with her crying. Yeah, and then it'll give you a bunch of stuff, and then, like, I didn't, like, I oh, scrolled, it's her like, face. Is there, like, an Easter oh, thing? Oh, no, nope. welcome Just to Pearl's Peep Show. Old-timey porn. Here it comes. Oh, you can, you can get tickets, enter. All right, let's do it. Ooh, buddy. I am happy that this movie's making money though, because I just the sheer existence of of the movie makes me happy. Somebody it's washing a stylish them. Movie, it seems slasher. like there's a lot of washing going on, you know. That, that was hot was, back that in was the day when you had then. your once a week river bath, and you're like, oh, this this woman, you so oh, she's clean. <laughs> yeah. Where do they even get this? Um, the microfiche down in the basement of the library. Damn, they whipped out the hog <laughs> on this guy. <laughs> How many you got? You got good, uh, any good gutter shots? Any gutters? Any gutters? Well, you know, interestingly enough, I don't think there was any gutters in this movie. No gutters games. weren't invented. Damn, until that is. I a bet the projectionist definitely had gutters. Don't don't even try to tell me for he sure. Have gutters, dude. This mm -hmm. what's that guy's oh. name? Is the actor? He's a handsome motherfucker. Dude, I'm a projectionist guy. I don't yeah. know that Superman looking dude. Bro, yeah. all this bush rubbing together is gonna start a fucking fire. Okay. How did you guys feel about the? heavy-handed like pandemic okay. illusions. Um, I wasn't sure if we should talk about this or not because yeah, I don't want to get it too too far into it but I just found it so like off-putting and it took me out of it it's like I don't need the, whatever your take on the pandemic is we're I don't need it we're just getting out of it <laughs> I mean, reminding it, me. yes but also it makes sense for the time period because the this the I was gonna say the swine flu the Spanish flu was going around yeah you know, I got this bug, you know, that type of thing. But a lot of the commentary seemed to be like, oh, uh, with a mask on, you don't really know who anybody is. It, it like, it just felt yeah. like anti-mask, which is like, I don't need an it agenda. It felt so I 2020. I don't need an agenda <laughs> yeah. in this horror movie, all right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, even then, I mean, I didn't, th I didn't feel like it was too intrusive. I thought it was interesting to see um, those, you know, uh, Given how relevant it is, I thought it was interesting that they put it in. Yeah, you know well, and then, I feel like we've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> of like the, no, I'm like the, of like showing what it was like, you know, in early 1980s, 1918. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, like stuff. even I think Wonder Woman took place in 1917, and they didn't bring that shit up once. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I appreciate them showing that at all because it's not it's not something we think about. We think we live in this very strange, never happened before type right. time, which you know for the most part kind of true, but having that show like history you know more or less repeats itself air quotes because this happened you know back in the 1900s i think that's interesting to see at the very least yeah no yeah. we haven't ever lived in a time where um 
you know what? I'm not even. It's not even worth it. I had like a list of jokes I could have picked from, Shut and it's the fuck up. yeah. Thanks. Write your own jokes, everyone. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not even a list it's of there. jokes. I was just gonna say something like like stupid and politically charged, and like it would have been funny, but also it's cheap. You know, let's just say it's, the word email, and then yeah. people have their own little books <laughs> that they write about it. Oh no. Uh, um. Yeah. Anything else that we're not covering? I feel like. I thought maybe the alligator was going to get a snack by the dad, but they, they teased that in the I trailer. I wanted one more alligator kill. Can I get yeah. one more alligator kill? What a nice one. Um, When she chopped up the sister-in-law and threw her in the lake, that looked good. I thought that was that cool. That looked great. Yeah, it looked Very incredible. Practical. practical effects were awesome. Um, Yeah, I get the, the real only positives for me are like Mia Goth's performance. I really like the look of the movie, but everything else, I was just kind of like, whatever. I think it could have been tightened up. I think that's something that <laughs> I, as much, saying, I like the movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying it was mercifully short. Little did I know I probably missed like the first 15 minutes. <laughs> I can't, well, I can't little, believe like, I'm, yeah. I, that I walked out of this being the one that liked it the best. <laughs> did not yeah, see that I, coming. I mean, I will say this. It, it works. It had to work on some level because I do want to see the next one. So, you know, I did two out of exactly. three. I might as well finish the last one. What's 90 more minutes, you know? Exactly. That's why I made the joke on my show that it would be, I mean, before Matt was uh, caught the Spanish flu, the idea, you know, we should have covered it on his show because we covered X on my show, Pearl on your show and be like, oh, it'd be, you know, complete that trilogy, I like if that. you will. Yeah. But I don't I don't think they've announced the release. Day. I think he said 2023. Said that he's writing the script as of March 2022. So I think uh we're still got a little bit of ways, which in theory, you know, maybe it'll it'll end with a bit more, you know, smaller, maybe even just the same, like a million dollars just for a single movie. I think it'd be a good route to go because make it end with, you know, some kind of a pop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I want killing upon killing in the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's another complaint. I wanted to be a little more gore in this. Um, my expectations are X, you know? Yeah. So I wanted a little bit more Your gory blood. Expectations. Uh, Boom. Anyway. Shut the fuck up. Bitch. What did I say about going home? Um, Are we ready? Um, yeah. Let me just—is there anything else, AJ, that you want to cover? Or? Not really, man. I think we 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 got it all. Yeah. God of War and Pearl. That's that's this most of my week. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> as as far as we're concerned, I'd say that. Um, look, if you're if you're into this shit, check out Pearl. If not, all others need not apply. It's it's you. Re- I don't think there's anything that you'll get from it. So. Uh, go ahead and play the song, Nick. Alright. So here we are. Ready? Let's see it. So what's going on in this video? Just another day in New York. We're, we're clearly in McDonald's. I watched this without audio the first time, so I don't know what's said. Okay, oh, there's a fight. We Here we go. Ooh, Bold move to keep his hands down. Oh, my God. He's what just, just taking it. <laughs> He's hulking up. Hulkamania, brother. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Bro. He's Smash Bros. Taunting him. I'm still standing. Okay, he's reaching his bag. This is. Have they never? What happens next? Never, yeah, you now you leave. Oh my god! 
That's a hatchet. That that's a hatchet. Oh. Okay, he said he hit a uh, lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wins. I, I love the one guy who's like, "You guys don't want no smoke." <laughs> Why is anybody sticking around? Why are these people at their table right because now? Because they're pearl situation, bro. There's a That's wild true. animal there. <laughs> How merciful is this guy, though? That he's not just going creating a bloody crime scene. Damn! Well, what a knows. fucking badass! All right, so bro, those bike shorts. Though. Oh wait, there's, there's more. still there's, there's more. more. There's more. He's getting in this lady's face. See, this is why I never try to act like a tough guy like this yep. in person. You never know who's carrying a hatchet in their backpack. Damn, dude. Damn. Well, are wild in the Northeast. <laughs> yeah, we're out of our minds. But, okay. So this is happening at McDonald's, and I guess they tried to fight this guy. And he just took a bunch of punches to the head and face like it was no problem. Still he knew standing. He had a hatchet. And then he went back to his bike and and just and just whipped out a hatchet and is like, "All right, I'm not fucking around, dude." So yeah, bro. People who Jesus. wear booty shorts are not bitches. All right, all right. So <laughs> it seems like, what's the confrontation here? I don't. I don't know if we'll ever get that answer. I don't know if it matters. Whatever his side was, he's right. I don't think he's <laughs> yeah. even better anymore. I take his side. <laughs> oh, so he's going after some guy back there, and they're protecting him. They're holding this guy back. Oh. Oh, then so then start, he starts okay, swinging. He so he swung first. first. Okay. I need the listener. And now all there of them are three are... guys, like Mar uh, Donkey Kong pounding this dude, <laughs> and he, he's freaking taunting He's like, him. whatever. He's standing there bored. He's like, whatever, bro. I would walk out right then. Yeah, at that point, you're like, I, we, I, I'm we not lost fucking this around. We lost, yeah. Like, clearly, this is the fucking Thanos also, of McDonald's right now. Also, this guy with right the bike now. helmet, is, are they together? I don't know. Dude, whether you That's know like it or not, whether they know it or not, all bag, bikers like he's not gonna are pull together. Bad out. Dude, this guy has definitely chopped some wood before. Ooh-wee. Yeah, good on the people though. They're like, this is too. I'm not. This is gonna go on TikTok. This is gonna blow up. I'm gotta. I gotta record this massacre that's about to happen. Yeah, right. It's like for all intents and purposes, you're about to watch a murder. And I need to watch like, the. I need. I, need, I need to know. I need to find the story time that followed this TikTok. You know what I mean? Probably mocking homeboy shorts. I like how he keeps <laughs> hiking him up. Ha. <laughs> I love this. Cut to the cut Try to the impress these bitches. You try to impress these bitches, huh? <laughs> Damn. How do you just go back to work after this? Like, yeah, like right. hey, Todd, get off the fryer. Go sweep up the glass <laughs> yeah. broken table. And I like his dangly earring, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've, you've noticed, he's got a very uh, stylish earring. Damn. Just be decent to everybody, man. It's just a good rule of thumb. Just, I'm what's not this, saying be a good person. TikTok? Just be a decent person kid, to everyone. Kid Light 21? Kid Rock. Again, I'm 
expecting every expect that every interaction you have, the person could have a hatchet in their backpack. Just treat everyone with that kind of respect. It's a it's a good rule to live by. It's definitely um one of the better rules I've heard. You know, always expect a motherfucker to be carrying a hatchet. <laughs> Free have a hatchet in his bag. Hold on, what is this? K i d d l i t e. Okay. Are you you going? You're doing some digging. I'm now? doing some digging right this now. This is a great way to end the show. I got. I got. I got to know. I got to know. Exactly. I mean, the restaurant's owned by a bunch of bigots, but this would never happen at a Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> this shit doesn't happen in Chick Fil A. Mm. 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 I don't. I don't think this is the. This is my guy. I don't think this is him. All right. Either way, I'll find it. I got to find an update to that video. But yeah, still, I gotta recap way, that next episode or something. Man. Yeah, for sure. So, um. With that said, thanks everybody for tuning in. Obviously, you can check us out all social media at pressanykey.tv. Thank you very much for our guest today, AJ, for coming thanks on for and me. reviewing Pearl. I guess next time uh, we're inviting ourselves over to the Mad Mark movie show, huh, to wrap this <laughs> thing up in 2023. Uh, that seems appropriate. Hopefully, he gets better. You know, it's hard to come back from scarlet fever, though. You know, it's <laughs> really takes it out of you. End up, <laughs> it, it you takes know. the knees right out of you. You know. And uh, thanks very much, uh, Nick, for coming in on this Sunday. Because it seems like nobody else is, you know? You know? Some people just decide to have plans. It's been two two years, man. You can't get rid of me. I know. I know. It's like a growth. I was going to say something (laughs) even grosser, but... Well, thank you. Yeah, so... Well, that said, um, thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.